Your habits can hurt you or help you. They can make you rich or they can make you poor. And did you know that the habits that you form around business actually affect your health, your marriage, your kids, and literally everything else in your life more than any single thing? Since habits can be so healthy or so harmful, today we're talking about our top 10 habits for kingdom entrepreneurs. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. We are excited for today's episode. This is this is one that I, I have been planning for a while. It's one of my favorite subjects. It's habits. We got top 10 habits coming in two parts. So Coach Tam, why don't you kick us off with habit number one for Kingdom Christian entrepreneurs. What do we got? Okay. Habit number one for kingdom Christian entrepreneurs, because people who are entrepreneurs do also tend to be leadership types. That is that is usually in your DNA. You're a leader. So habit number one is that, and this is this should be a little bit of a relief to you, but sometimes I know it's kind of challenging to take your hands off the wheel, is habit number one is stop always being the leader. You don't always need to be the leader. In fact, the Holy Spirit needs to be the leader. So I'm going to say that that the top habit that I think that you can develop as an entrepreneur is to get good at listening to the Lord. Get good at listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Don't treat your, your quiet time, your devotional time, as though it were something sort of habitual, you know, trivial and import, unimportant that you're you're just kind of doing it to check a box, right? I'm going to suggest that you dive deep into into expanding your time with with the Lord, expanding the time that you spend in your devotionals and really learning to tune in and to listen. And there's a little bit of a of a part B to this as well of of stop always being the leader is that that we need to look around and see who are the other leaders that are in the room. Who else could step into a position of leadership? Who else could we equip? Can we bring them up? Can we mentor them a little? Can we coach them up so that they can take more responsibility than perhaps they've had in the past, that they're capable of it, they could do it, and learn to pass off bits of responsibility to other capable people? Because if you let all of the leadership rest on you, you're going to make bad decisions. You're going to burn yourself out. And you're not going to be doing the thing that we are called to do, which is to to equip other capable people around us and to elevate them into positions of leadership as well. So stop always being the leader. Share the leadership responsibility. You will be happier and so will the people around you. I love that. I love that, Coach Tam. That's a little bit kind of counter-cultural, counter-intuitive. Uh, a little contrarian. I really like that. I really like that. You got to be uh, contrarian, I think, to to get ahead in many ways and contrarian and right. And that, that's that got the ring of truth to it. So excellent habit number one. 
I'll take us into to habit number two, then pass the mic to you, honey, my wonderful wife. Here's here's habit habit number two, habit number one for me is build habits. Okay. I like I said, I like this topic so much. It's one of the things that I kind of geek out over is habits. Like I, I want to know what successful people's habits are because you know what you see in really successful people is a lifetime of habits. You know, the way that people have just are who who really excel in having balance, who are great in health, are great in wealth, are great in relationships, are great in business, are great spiritually, are great with money. It's actually, I think, accumulation of habits. They have spent a lifetime building habit after habit after habit. And I think there's a lot of truth to we are what we do repeatedly, which kind of means like we are our habits. You know, the habits that we choose to create, the habits that we choose to develop become a big part of our identity. It becomes like what we do repeatedly is really like who we are. It's like it's like the fruit showing you the fruit of who we are internally. Here's a really a key point that I want to make about habits is that habits take discipline to build. Okay. Habits take discipline to build, but once it's a habit, it really doesn't take discipline anymore. Right. So again, looking at successful people, they're super disciplined. They're super regimented. And it's because they've got a, got a lot of habits or at least many successful people. I know there's different ways that kind of people have their own, their own flow and, and go about things differently. But many, many successful people that I look to are, have, have a lot of, a lot of habits. They're really disciplined. In the way that it looks like they have so much discipline is actually they've just built a lot of habits because here's the reality with habits is that it takes discipline to build a habit, but once you have developed that habit, it doesn't take discipline anymore. And we have a finite, every one of us has a finite amount of discipline, right? We've only got so much energy and strength that we can put into discipline. We cannot be 100% disciplined every minute of the day, 24-7. We just don't have that ability, right? We are not all powerful in that way. We have got a finite amount of discipline. So here, I think, is a, is a life hack, is a key to business and to life and to, to being, is to develop habits and to take them one at a time, to take them one at a time. Like identify today, like what is one habit that I can build over the next 30 days, right? Use that finite amount of discipline that you have to develop a habit, you know, whether it's like that, that devotional time, that time in the scriptures every morning, whether it's a morning walk, whether it's one of the things that we'll talk about today, identify one habit that you can commit to for the next 30 days, use your finite amount of, of discipline to develop a habit. And then once it's a habit, you get that discipline back, right? You get that, you get that margin back and you can go put it into something else. And I think when you stack habits, right? Like that's my, my habit. Number one is build habits. And then it's, you stack habits and you become what like appears as like a very disciplined person, but it's actually automatic. And it, it, again, just these things that we do repeatedly, it's really who we are. And when we can develop habits and develop habits of excellence, we become people of excellence. So that's, that's where I'm going to, going to start, start my habits is, is just that principle of building habits. I think this whole podcast part one and part two is so important because it's it's who we are and it gives us like a ton of leverage and a ton of advantage all right honey what do we got what's our next habit okay so mine is going to be take a time out to love well so this morning we're in colorado springs and we are getting used to all the things and we're developing some of our favorite things and that includes food and coffee 
So we went to a place where we love to get coffee called Dutch Bros. And this morning we were, I was in a little bit of a hustle and bustle getting the girls to school. And I, and I thought, can I, can I squeeze it in? Can I? My Golden Eagle coffee is what it is called. And it was calling to me and I had to answer. So I get into the Dutch Bros line and there wasn't 27 million cars, which was shocking. So I pull up, I go to order my drink and they deliver the drinks, one for my husband, one for myself. And the drinks are made entirely wrong. And I just thought, okay, like we were doing so good. We were doing so good. And now, and now we're not doing so good. So the drinks go away. Bye-bye. And this gentleman at the window, they've got college students, high school students working. He's at the window and he's being so nice. His name is Ty. And Ty said, oh, I said, how are you doing today? Because I got to talk to him. We're, we're st- we, here we are, right? This, this timeout has been forced upon me. It's been thrust upon me. And I can either look at my phone or I can talk to Ty. So I'm, I'm going to look at Ty. I said, Ty, how's it going? And he goes, oh, he said, uh, I'm just, I'm, I didn't, I'm not really sleeping so good. Now, this is going somewhere, as Coach Tam would say. I do have a point, okay? So, so just hang in there with me. So they hand me the drinks. And the last thing Ty has said, he's not sleeping good. And, 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 he, and he, you know, he's handing me the drinks. And I said, well, and I feel the Holy Spirit go, slow down. Slow down. Take a time out to love well. If you ever wonder, how do I know if I'm loving well? It burns. It stings. It's a little painful. It's inconvenient. If you feel inconvenienced, congratulations. You, my friend, are loving well. I wanted to drive off. My husband was going to be calling me any minute saying, have you done your hair and makeup? Are you ready for the podcast? And I thought, well, no, because I'm here at Dutch Bros talking to Ty. But I hear the Holy Spirit say, slow down. I said, Ty, why aren't you sleeping good, my friend? And he said, well, I'm a junior in college. I just got my syllabus and I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed with anxiety. I'm, I'm a high achieving student. And I just, and he's, he's just pouring his heart out over my golden eagle. And there's 27 cars backing up. Tick-tock goes the clock. I don't have my makeup on. I got my drinks. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, time out. Lean in with him. And I said, Ty, I want to pray with you right now. So I just began to pray over Ty and encourage Ty. And Ty's eyes get all watery with tears. And he says, hey, I just so appreciate you. Thank you. I needed that. And then I was on my way again. And you know what? I got to where I needed to be, when I needed to be there, and maybe my hair didn't get curled, but that's okay. My encouragement to you and the way I encourage myself as as to uh, Coach Tian's point, when the Holy Spirit is leading you, you should be taking time out to love well. That includes your clients, that includes your staff, that includes your team. It's in your personal life and your professional life. The habit of taking time out to love well. There is nothing more important that I can see than making sure that the people around you feel that you genuinely, truly care about them, whether they've got a spouse going through cancer, whether they just lost a child, whether they've got a child getting married, whether it's good times or whether it's tough times, people want to know that you care. They want to care more than your curriculum, more than your 10 points and your this and your formula and your strategy and your blueprint. If your clients, if you're going, I'm not a great coach, I don't know, I don't have all, it doesn't matter. If you can love well, if you can love well, you can do just about anything. 
because I am convinced that the number one thing that people are most concerned about is relationship, whether they admit it or not. If you love people well, they will run the distance with you. They will bend over backwards for you. They will put in the hours. They will go beyond what you ever thought was possible because they know you genuinely care. So take time out to love well. It might burn. It might sting. It might be inconvenient, but good on you because you're doing exactly what Jesus wants you to do. And that is love well. Amen. So good. So good, honey. Love that. And therein ends our podcast. It was nice seeing you, everybody. Bye. (laughs) It was that good. It was so good. I think that's so good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're on what? We're on? Quattro. Four. Quattro. Okay, Quattro. I'm going to say, even though it's it's early because we have 10, right? But it's a little bit earlier on. I'm going to scooch it a little bit closer up the line. And I'm going to say back up before you burn out, back up before you burn out. So what that means is become aware of where you're at, just kind of taking a little assessment to say, okay, how am I feeling mentally? How am I feeling spiritually? How am I feeling physically? Am I approaching that burnout mark? Because you don't want to get there. You don't want to go to that line. You don't want to get that close to the line. I used to always say to To my staff, especially when they were dealing with new people, especially when it required patience with somebody, I I always say, listen, stay away from the line, back up from the line, because once you get to the line, bad things happen at the line. So you got to back it up before, before you get there. So knowing your own personal limits, I think, is a good habit to have. It means that you're going to have to check in with yourself which sometimes can be difficult for leaders and entrepreneurs because we're so outwardly focused at, you know, what's going on over here in this department operationally, how are we doing? And and what about our spreadsheets? What about our sales numbers? How can we improve conversions? All these kind of metrics, but we're not taking the metrics on ourselves. And that's a metric that matters too. So I remember when Zach and I first started working together, and we had been in a particularly grueling season. We had been pushing, pushing, pushing. Well, Zach at that time was in his 20s and I was in my 50s. And I remember him saying, come on, mom, we can we can do this next thing. We can do this next thing. I said, no, baby, you can do this next thing. I can stand on the sidelines and I can go, go, Zach. Yay, Zach. I said, because if you talk to me in 30 years, I will still be a couple decades ahead of you in terms of the amount of work I've done. Like I've been I've been working since I was 19 years old. I've been working full time since I was 19 years old. I put myself through through several um, degree programs and I've always been very hard at work and very diligent. But there's a time when you need to go, Okay, you know what? I can't do this right now. I can't do this right now. Twenty because I'm 50. Right. And so you have to kind of monitor yourself and back off before you hit that line. And that that is a delicate balance. It is a little dance of being able to know, okay, listen, I could push a little bit more, but if I do, it's probably going to have really bad consequences. I'm going to run myself down. I'm going to get sick. Then I'm going to spend a couple of weeks recovering. It's better for me if I just pull back and take a couple of days off. And that's a bit of a sacrifice when you're when you're type A, when you're really driven, when you're excited about things, 
it's a discipline to say, okay, you know what? I just need to chill out. I need to, we're getting ready for a launch coming up. We're doing a a five-day challenge launch and there's so much for me to do and so many organizational things that I need to do to get ready. But I've been pressing, pressing, pressing for two weeks on this challenge launch, doing a lot of things behind the scenes. And even though there's a lot more to go, I said, no, I have to now just take a week off. I have to take a week off, restore, I'll I'll hop back in again. But if I push myself all the way up to the challenge, I'll be burnt out before it even starts. So habit number four is back up before you burn out. Yeah, such a good one. Such a good one. It's funny. Both of those, you know, take take time to love well, back up before you burn out. It's a lot to do with time. A lot of the power of habits is that they kind of bend time. You know, they it's it's a lot of time management stuff, you know, making the most out of out of the time that we have. And I love that one, Coach Tam. I, I think it's one that we come back to again and again and again is burnout, because that'll take you out of the game. Yeah. You know, it's this is a long game. You know, business is a long game, life is a long game, ministry is a long game, influence is a long game, impact is a long game. And burnout will take you out. So that is one that uh, we will we'll do many standalone episodes on, I'm sure, burnout. Uh, but that's a, such a good such a good point. Well said. I'll round out this part one of our, of our top 10 with habit number five, which is another one kind of as it relates to like managing our time and, and doing things well, is do the hard things first. Do the hard things first. And, and what that means to me is the things that I don't want to do, the things that I would, would rather procrastinate. The things that, you know, I would rather put off. And honestly, most of the time, they're the most important things. They're the most important things that we don't want to do because they're the things that will move us forward. It's the things that are holding us back. So do the hard things first. And what that looks like really tactically for me is I will block the morning of the beginning of my week. So that Monday morning, that Tuesday morning, the hardest thing, the thing that I want to do the least is the thing that I'm going to do first. Otherwise, we end up kicking the can down the road on the things that are most important, that would move us forward the most, that we're putting on off, whether it's whether it's the calls or the copy or the conversations that we need to have, the hardest things, the things that you would most want to avoid, do those things first. Do those things first. Put it at the top of your list. The way I, I structure things is like I'll look at kind of my next week and I'll make just a, a little checklist of the things that I've got to do over the course of the next week. And then I'll take that checklist and I'll put it on my calendar. And the biggest, hardest, easiest things to put off go at the very front. They go like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Monday morning, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Tuesday morning, you know, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Thursday morning. Whatever the like biggest thing that is like going to require the most energy, the, the best out of me, do that first. Like that is just such a like, I think, critical business work habit that if you can do the do the important things first do the hard things first just get it done knock it out get it off your plate because this is when when I, I say i say often is that the worry is worse than the work yeah the worry is worse than the work spending time worrying about fretting about having anxiety about the thing that i have to do that i don't want to do i promise you that state of worrisome that state of anxiety is worse than actually doing the work once yeah. you sit down and you start writing the email, once you pick up the phone and you make the call, once you hit that button and you go live, that is not as bad. I promise you, 99 times out of 100, that is not as bad as sitting there worrying about it. 
the worry is worse than the work. You got to do the hard things first and that will move you forward in business and it'll make you feel better as a person. So that is habit number five. That rounds us out for part one of our top 10 habits for kingdom entrepreneurs. I love this episode with you guys and we'll be back next time for habits six through 10. Bye everybody. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting episode.